from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Early indications are that articles of impeachment introduced by a Southwest Ohio Republican against Governor Mike DeWine will not make it very far in the Ohio House. Republican lawmaker John Becker from Claremont County drafted 10 articles of impeachment against the governor over his response to the pandemic. Becker accuses DeWine of violating both the U.S. and Ohio constitutions. New House Speaker Bob Cup, who is a Republican, said, quote, It is clear to me that it is an imprudent attempt to escalate important policy disagreements with the governor into a state constitutional crisis. Even serious policy disagreements do not rise to the level of impeachment under our Constitution, end quote. Speaker Cup is a former Ohio Supreme Court justice. Performance theaters in Ohio, which offer live shows, are hoping to get back into the game soon. Andrew Haransky reports from Cleveland. For months, it's been lights out at theaters across Ohio due to COVID-19. Now the governor is allowing their reopening if certain conditions are met. The audience must be spaced out six feet between groups. While the kicker is this, only 15% of seats can be filled, with a maximum of 1,500 people outside, 300 inside. You know, I don't understand why movie theaters theaters don't have that sort of restriction in place. There are many other um, types of businesses open that don't have that kind of severe limitation. Yet after months of waiting, theaters seem to agree it's an important first step, guiding them on ways to engage an audience and find new avenues for creativity. I'm Andrew Horansky. College sports are postponed in Ohio, but high school athletes are preparing for their fall season. Tracy Townsend has more from one Central Ohio school district. The football coach for Central Crossing tells us it's been a lot of planning to get ready. The students have to bring their own water. They can't use the locker rooms. And, of course, sanitizing equipment is a top priority. In the game, you know, they try to limit the, the officials, the referees touching the ball. So, you know, it's the offense's responsibility to get the ball to the line of scrimmage. There's a very specific one that took some getting used to. Now, as it relates to the virus, if a player starts to feel ill or if anyone tests positive, the school says it's going to shut everything down if necessary. I'm Tracy Townsend. More than 200 students received interim suspensions at the Ohio State University yesterday due to large parties held in violation of COVID-19 health guidelines. Yolanda Harris has more with OSU spokesman Ben Johnson. The university says interim suspensions mean students are not allowed on campus while they go through the student conduct process. Officials say these suspensions are from activities between Wednesday and Sunday, but they hope more people will start abiding by the rules. We're optimistic that our students will do the right thing and they'll do the things necessary so that we can remain on campus where we know our students learn best and are most successful. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio Democrats tied to the state's largest ever bribery scandal are by and large returning tainted campaign contributions seeking to keep the corruption spotlight on GOP lawmakers who received the majority of the donations. Some Ohio Democrats who helped seat the now former indicted Republican House Speaker and passed the nuclear bailout bill prosecutors allege he delivered as part of a $61 million bribery scheme have begun shedding campaign contributions tainted by the federal probe. An Associated Press review found all but Two of the 20 Democrats who have received money from First Energy's PAC between 2017 and 2020 voted for Larry Householder, the $1 billion bailout bill, or both. Republicans received 88% of the PAC's legislative donations. 
Businesses and organizations will soon be able to offer a safe place for students to go while learning remotely, Tracy Townsend explains. Places like churches and recreation centers will be able to apply for the temporary pandemic school-age child care license. The license will allow them to provide care for children during the school day as parents go to work. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says those who have the license will receive funding to cover the cost of care. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Republican National Convention formally kicked off yesterday with the nomination of President Donald Trump as the GOP's candidate. Yolanda Harris has more. The party officially nominated President Trump during roll call. The theme was the land of promise. Several speakers were on the docket, including Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan. Jordan had this to say about re-electing President Trump. The Republican Party is the pro-America party. President Trump is the pro-America candidate. This election is about who can preserve the values, principles, and institutions that make America great. I'm Yolanda Harris. A funeral was held this morning for a beloved Cleveland firefighter who served his community for decades. Austin Love reports. 51-year-old Lieutenant Richard Petrus was a man who was recently promoted to lieutenant, serving 20 years in the Glenville neighborhood. Then a few weeks ago, he was diagnosed with COVID-19. His wife, Jill, says that they met when they were just 16 years old and had been married for 27 years. She says that when he was diagnosed, his fever persisted and didn't get any better. A man who didn't have any underlying conditions, he was rushed to the ICU where he lost his battle with coronavirus. I am Austin Love. NBA superstar LeBron James is speaking out against police brutality following the shooting in Wisconsin of Jacob Black, an unarmed black man left paralyzed after police shot him seven times. Tracy Townsend has the details. LeBron James says the issue of police brutality in America is terrifying to all people of color. We are terrified because you don't know. You don't know if he had an argument at home with a significant other. You know, if one of his kids said something crazy to him and he left the house steaming or maybe he just left the house saying that today is going to be the end for one of these black people. James and other prominent athletes are about to roll out a new program to recruit poll workers in black districts for the upcoming general election. I'm Tracy Townsend. And the coronavirus is shaking up America's liquor laws. Details from Pete Scalia. At least 33 states, including Ohio, are temporarily allowing cocktails to go during the pandemic. Only two, Florida and Mississippi, allowed them on a limited basis before the coronavirus struck, according to the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States. Struggling restaurants say it's a lifeline, letting them rehire bartenders, pay rent, and reestablish relationships with customers. But others want states to slow down, saying the decades-old laws help ensure public safety. I'm Pete Scalia. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.